Hello and welcome to the podcast Tech Marketing Trends. My name is Jacob Levenbrand. I'm Managing Director of Bright Vision as well as host of this podcast. And today we're going to talk about elevating customer engagement and insights from Variant with Celia Flatshaker, who is nonetheless than the Chief Marketing Officer at Variant. And I'm so stoked to talk to you today. So welcome so much to our podcast, Celia. Thank you, Jacob. I appreciate you having me. I'm so happy that you had time to visit our podcast here. And, uh, you know, um, for everybody who knows Verint a little bit and so forth, uh, they probably have come across you. But for people who, who, you know, don't know your company or who you are, can you please give us a just brief background what you're up to and what do you do? Sure. Um as you said, I'm the CMO over at Varens, and we've been around for a number of years, really leading the industry when it comes to customer engagement. So if you think about um, organizations and how they engage with their customers, we're providing that tech behind it. It could be what's driving the contact center, their digital channels, and then not only just helping them execute on those interactions, but also understanding them and the analytics and the data to really drive insights into how they're engaging with customers. Uh, so exciting. And um, as a CMO, I suppose you have a lot of things going on on your plate. Can you give a little bit of background on, you know, what's your day-to-day -day look like? Yeah, um, it's fun, always changing, right? So um, just from a CMO perspective, um, we're a global organization. There's a lot that's going on with um, how we're running, you know, demand creation and, and generation and, and working with the field partners to engage with our customers. We have about 10,000 or so, so engaging with our customers and um, helping them expand the very portfolio. There's a, a lot of work with respect to technology today, obviously, where like I think a lot of organizations figuring out how AI impacts us, what we can do with it, how it's going to improve it. Um, for the marketing organization and our tech stock, but also we're, we're looking a lot at it from a Varent perspective for how it helps our customers. Yeah. And Varent is not a small company. Are you around 4,000 employees or something like that? We are. We're over 4,000 employees um, heading toward a billion from a, a turnover revenue perspective. And um, like I said, 10,000 customers so and, and publicly traded. Wow. Awesome. That's a great uh, growth uh, traction uh, you have there. And Variant, you're one of the front runners in this uh, category of customer engagement and, and so forth and, and uh, do a lot of great work and have a nice product in that space. Can you just give us the, you introduced to us a little bit, but could you give us the, the cliff notes on what is customer engagement and why do you, as a company, need to work with those kind of things and strategies. Oh, yeah. Um, so when we talk about customer engagement, we're talking and thinking about an entire enterprise and how they're interacting with their customers. So whether it's in the contact center, it could be via digital channels or on social media or messaging. And it's not just that single interaction, but that relationship that they had. So how are they engaging over time? How do you pull and look at that relationship holistically? And, and when you think about how many interactions 
uh, a company has with customers, um, the data involved in that and the technology to, to make sure you're really driving a good customer experience. It's pretty significant. And so that's what our platform does really helps them look at customer engagement, helps them improve those interactions, understand those interactions and, and drive a better customer experience. Yeah. So as I understand it, it can be connecting the data from the call center, the chatbots, the CRM systems, the account managers, the success managers, and, and try to get a 360 degree, uh, overview of every interaction and, and, uh, draw out the insights and all the trends and things like that on all the customer trends. Exactly. And it's so, um, it's become hard, right, for companies to do that over the last couple of years with the shift to digital, whether it was driven by the pandemic or just customer preferences. But the number of interactions that most companies are dealing with is just really skyrocketing. And the number of channels where their interaction is, is growing as well. But most companies aren't being given a lot more budget. And it's creating this gap for them, an engagement capacity gap. And so that's often what we're talking with companies about is, okay, you have this gap. What's the best way for you to close it? Like what, what technology, what people, what processes do you pull together in order to close that gap? Mm, so interesting. And I think every company these days need to think about, you know, both of course, customer insights and then, you know, who are buying from us and so forth, but also, uh, process automation and, and trying to, you know, make things mm -hmm. faster, smoother, uh, less expensive <laughs> and so forth, which is, so I, I suppose it's a quite nice positioning you're in right now in this, you know, tech, uh, AI slash, you know, automation, uh, trend we're in, uh, in, in or companies these days. Yeah. We felt really fortunate to be in this space, right? Because over the last few years and I think CX or customer experience in general has become more of an executive boardroom conversation. It's really been elevated from, okay, customer service. Now people are thinking it drives the business. It's a competitive differentiator for a lot of people. And then at the same time, we've seen data and AI having their day as well. And those two things together are very powerful for a company. Fantastic. And if we look at this, um, as you say, it had become a more of a priority over the last years with customer engagement and, and, uh, become a boardroom <laughs> topic <laughs> to say. But what are the th the core principles that uh, you know that Verint employs to help organizations elevate uh, this? And how how would you describe this for a company if if they're thinking about bringing up this as a top issue for the next board meeting or management meeting? Yeah, um, so when we're we're talking with with our customers and, and prospects, partners. There are a couple of things like we kind of bring like to the forefront that we, they need to think about. And one is it sounds so simple, but what's going to make a difference for your customer experience? Because there are a lot of investments you can make. It could be infrastructure or it could be integrate, you know, but, but really thinking about what is the technology that'll drive the biggest shift in how you're engaging with customers. Cause that's not always, um, historically in contact centers, you've seen a priority on, um, 
own systems and, and things. And and I think the question, is that the right priority? Because there are a lot of other things that are really going to make a difference uh, and impact in your customer experience. The other thing we talk about, we were just, just talking about it is, yeah, we are a, a tech company. Absolutely. But but to solve this problem and to really elevate customer experience, it's, it's a combination of certainly technology, but what people you have in place and the processes that you put in place. It, it, it's not, tech alone isn't going to solve the issue. It's, it's a key ingredient, but it's more than that. And then we, we often talk to people about thinking holistically, because historically you've seen engagement done in silos in organizations. So um, yes, in the contact center, your marketing team might add a chat bot. You've got social media engagement going on. How do you bring those together and either connect or eliminate the silos? Because that's when you start getting all the data in one place, pulling it together. That's what's going to drive your insight. That's what's going to drive AI and automation. And so thinking about it holistically is really critical. That's interesting. And, uh, you know, you have probably tons of client and customer stories <laughs> working on your, in your content department uh, and so forth. Could you provide any real world examples of, you know, how how a solution from Verint have uh, helped or benefited or a uh, customer and um, and what they have, you know, what's the difference they have achieved by by investing in this space? Yeah, yeah, we definitely have some stories. I can share a couple and I'll share some from Europe, right? Given your audio. Yeah. Um, HomeServe, they're a leading UK home assistant provider and their contact center handles uh, 2 million almost calls a year, a ton of calls. And so they implemented there. And one of the things they were able to do with the automation was analyze a hundred percent of those interactions. So if you think about like, and, and once you have all that data, millions of interactions, and they were able to really understand what is, why are people calling? What's causing hold times, which is so frustrating, right? If you call in and you're put on hold a lot, what's causing that hold time? And what's causing people to have to call back? Like what, what's driving that? And so they were figuring out without analysis that, okay, there's certain knowledge gaps we have with our agents, with what we're doing. And, and so they were able to understand what those were, coach and train on those. And then they really were able to bring down the number of repeat calls that they had in, in call center. And they were able to reduce the hold times by as much as 20 seconds. And it doesn't sound like a lot on the single interaction, but when you multiply it by 2 million, that's a huge change, both for them as, as an organization, but for their customers. Um, so that, that's one area. Another area, um, you've probably heard of BNP Paribas, leading bank in Europe. And um, big one. Yeah. And, and in Poland, we were working with them and they have about 4 million customers. And uh, I think over 450 branches that they're working with. And they had an initiative to really improve customer experience to make sure they're working with their clients in the right way, drive satisfaction up, and they wanted to increase digital channel. And so they they put in some of the solutions from Barron. Um, one was around um, 
real-time agent assist. And, and I love this one. We've seen a lot of success with this with clients. So it's Azure agent is interacting with the customer. It is prompting that agent. Here's knowledge based on what they've said. Here's um, an offer that you can make to them. Here's um, you know information on the customer. Maybe you're talking too much or over-talking. And they, they found that they were able to really drive better satisfaction. They actually were able to turn their contact center into a source of revenue, right? Like how to upsell and do that effectively. They also were able to move some of their conversations over to digital channels. A lot of people are trying to do that today. Um, and, and just within, I think it was within a couple of months, maybe three months, they were able to move from having 10% or so on digital channels to nearly 20% on digital channels. So it was a huge shift. So those are really the the types of impacts that we're seeing. And, and it's twofold. It's a better experience for the agent. You're helping them. Um, a better experience for the customer. Their calls more efficient. Their hold times are less. Uh, they're getting first call resolution very quickly. Are they able to use digital channels effectively? And then the company overall, it ends up their operational saving and improvements for the company. So there's a bottom line impact as well as the experience impact. Yeah. Wow, so interesting. So uh, your software actually is prompting and giving insights in uh, real time for the uh for the agents talking to clients that's awesome too yeah it can listen transcribe automatically analyze and then prompt really quickly to help the agent fantastic and uh and uh yeah i'm sure we will see a lot more of this technology coming to all kind of customer interactions and uh, so forth so cool to hear if we <clears throat> think about a little bit about the the marketing trends and, and uh, from the perspective as a, as a CMO for a tech company, uh, how do you apply this to your own marketing mix, so to say? Do you see any trends or how do you work with uh, both customer engagement for your own sale, but, but do you also uh, invest in any other uh, areas uh, specifically as a, as a CMO today? Yeah, that's definitely. So we we use some of our own tools, certainly internally. So our our IVA or chatbot on our website is from Verant. Um, we make use of things like our digital behavior analytics, so we can understand how people are, are interaction interacting with our site. So there's a lot that we use on our own, um, and it's kind of fun. But and it's one of the reasons I was so excited to come to Verant is I, I think more and more customer experience and uh, marketing are converging in a lot of ways. And so it's been a nice kind of place to be there. And we, cause we use our own tools to measure uh, customer feedback as well, which is, it's been really interesting. Um, but those are, you know, those are some of the ways we're using it from an, an investment side for us as, as just a marketing team, we're certainly continuing to look at tech and, things like intent data and how we use AI. I think it's crazy the number of AI tools that are popping up or are available to help marketers. And the, I'm excited about it, right? The productivity, we're doing it cautiously because there are, you know, you always have to be careful about data and, and 
what tools you're using, but when you look at the landscape of, of what's out there, whether it's for digital video creation or content creation, it's it's pretty exciting time to be in marketing. Yeah, I agree. I never, ever in my career experienced such a avalanche of new technologies and new trends coming all the time. So it's it's both exciting and stressful, I would say, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels like that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, we just need to, you know, take it day by day and see, that, see what's happening tomorrow. So probably something huge tomorrow as well. But uh, another thing I was thinking there is that, you know, from uh, BNP Paribas and, and the big, you know, 4 million clients to Variant who have 10,000 clients and, and a quite traditional heavy B2B sales process. How do you see customer engagement play out differently because you don't have a million calls to your uh, <laughs> inbound sales team? maybe have uh, 50 calls per day or something like that. But how can you use and get leverage off a, a technology like this where you have much less um, inter interaction points with clients, but maybe you have a much higher price point. So to say, do you still have an investment case there or how do you see customer engagement play out? Is it different or what's your take on that? It's not like a marketer to admit where there's not a fit or a sales opportunity, <laughs> but... You know, for us, the organizations where we tend to see the best fit is with a very heavy consumer, high number of consumers, high number of interactions. So while we're able to use some of our tools, we aren't the best fit from a B2B perspective for Varen's tools. They're really designed for like big financial services companies, insurers, retailers that have those millions of clients and really are, are interacting at scale. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to say we could use all of our pieces effectively or similar companies could, but, but in terms of the full platform and what it's meant for, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's better. There are other tools that are better for that type of um, scale. Yeah. No, interesting to know. And, uh, I suppose, um, uh... Yeah, there is so much more data to to analyze, of course, and and if you have millions and millions of of interactions rather than a thousand, <laughs> yeah. So of course, of course, and um, another thing around data and so forth, um, uh, mastering the customer engagement. It's often seen as a combination of science and creativity. And what insights can you share about striking the right balance between data-driven strategies and personalized experiences and so forth? Because you're really working in the intersection between those things. And one problem today when, when AI is driving so much, uh, especially in content and production, and we use it for everything mm -hmm. today, it's not that unique and it's not that <laughs> creative all the way. Uh, it could be, but you know, what's your take on that from your perspective? Yeah, I think it's uh, the science side and the human side get to come together a little bit when it comes to AI and data. And I think what we're seeing is is this use of, yes, there is a ton of data out there. And if people like can pull it into a, a single data hub and be able to use AI to really drive understanding and depth of understanding, it's so much different than it was 
um, before we had this, this type of technology. And I, I think that's what's kind of exciting. Yes, you're applying technology to a human engagement, but you're doing that in a way that drives a deeper understanding, more personalization, um, and that interaction is more satisfying. So when we, you know, we talked about the real-time agent assist, but there, there's a lot of that ability to, um, in the moment, coach, understand, provide additional insights that an agent wouldn't typically have had. And it's possible for data. We do, like our philosophy when it comes to AI and interaction is, um, Yes, digital is very important, but but there's always going to be a place in a lot of organizations for a human interaction and an assisted service and and to build technology that can augment the human that's providing that service and help them be more effective is is really important. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The The analogy I'm talking about here at Bright Vision is that, you know, the bookkeepers in the early 80s, they needed to adopt computers and software. And hey, there's still a lot of bookkeepers around there. So I, I'm sure our marketeers and salespersons will be around a few years down the road from now as well. So I feel like we've got some work to do still. It's not going to help me. <laughs> so let's embrace this uh, technology and, and see how it can make us smarter and hopefully create happier clients as well. You know? So exactly. awesome. Well, thank you so much for these insights. They were really interesting. But last but not least, you know, people are might be interested in variant or client engagement or in you, Celia, <laughs> for your content <laughs> or just want to, you know, connect with you and so forth. Where can they find you and uh, the content uh, you have at Varent? Well, if they're interested in Varent, which which I hope some are, uh, Varent.com is the best place to learn all about what we're doing or following us on social. And then for me, um, I'm, I, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn all day. So absolutely reach out or connect. I'd, I'd love to connect with fellow marketers and, and hear what's going on. That's great. Awesome. And last question. What do you, do you have a profile on X? Or former Twitter? <laughs> uh, former Twitter, that's right. Yeah, I do. I'm on there. It's the only fly shaker. Or on, have, I, I will say I don't spend a lot of time on that anymore, but, um, but I am on LinkedIn. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Let's see what happens with that platform going forward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things moving uh, there as well. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time, Celia. I wish you all the best with uh, your role as CMO at uh, Variant and all the things you're up to there. Um, thank you so much for your time. Sounds great. Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate it. <laughs>